everybody. That is our new theme song for the Party Business Podcast, and I have listened to it maybe a thousand times. Um, just so cool. Feels so much more like our podcast than, than our original theme, and it came out of nowhere. Uh, a fan of ours reached out to us wanting to do some music, and we were more than happy to uh, oblige. And not only is he going to be making some more kind of theme songs for us or theme music for us and mood music, he decided he could do a new theme. And boy, it's so awesome. So thank you, Joseph Frank, for uh, doing our new theme. You can get and listen to uh, his music on his YouTube channel, which we'll link in our show notes. And uh, you can uh, show him the love. He's got a lot of other awesome stuff on his channel so you definitely want to check it out and we are just so happy um so that being said you are listening to the right podcast this is the party visit podcast you haven't stumbled somewhere else uh we didn't accidentally upload the wrong thing (laughs) but um yeah i was so excited to finally get to use that um anyway back to our story and our heroes and our adventure we're just going to dive right into it today uh, we are we have left our group in the middle of a tense situation, which <laughs> surprise surprise, everyone's together, back from their fellowship phase, uh, traveling again, and they have encountered some strange people coming out of the woods. What's going to happen? What are they planning? <laughs> God only knows. So <laughs> let's find out. We're going to dive right into episode twenty of the Party Business Podcast called "In the House." Of Radagast. Here's the thing about Bayran, okay? <laughs> the name. I need to address this right now. I have to really enunciate Bayran because it's one letter away from Baron, which is an actual Lord of the Rings like character. I don't want to be confu- you to be confused here and think someone from a long ass time ago has come back from the grave. Yeah, I was gonna say who also had a very tragic was- end. <laughs> See, it had me thinking of Baymax, a uh, oh yeah, a particularly other IP uh, character. Yes, I was also thinking if it wasn't Baymax, also Bayblade, which was pretty popular for a few years. Oh yeah, I was into that. You would be. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. Hey, we don't geek shame here, no, Patrick. I'm, I'm, dude, I was into Yu-Gi-Oh, so. <laughs> Didn't the didn't the creator just die Me. of Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah, rest in peace. He did. Aww. He did. You heard it here really? first, y'all. Breaking <laughs> wow. news. Breaking news. Didn't did be... happen? You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. And this, by the time this episode, this suddenly becomes a, a Perez yeah. Hilton uh, <laughs> podcast. We're not even doing like Lord of the Rings anymore. It's just celebrity goss. Oh my gosh. What's the Perez Hilton equivalent in Middle Earth? Uh. It's, it's got to be the hobbits, right? I mean, they're gossiping all the time. Yeah, probably. Just like their culture Definitely. in general. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For sure. Gr- the Green uh, Dragon Esquire. <laughs> <laughs> they like they like drinking tea and spilling it That's as well. Oh. Um, but yeah, I just I want to make sure that Bayran is his own thing. I didn't make the name. It's in the book. All right. <laughs> so, geez. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. 
they do a very good job of like emulating similar names in these Mm -hmm. adventures um all right so you've all started making camp and ted noticed this person walking up seems injured looks like maybe spider bites of some kind uh maybe he's been poisoned uh he's got some web on him and collapsed into Yurik's arms after handing off a note to Ted. And uh, Yurik, you have recognized him as uh, Bayran, one of your men that went out exploring for Radagast in the forest to see what kind of darkness was growing in the forest. Um, And uh, you also notice, Kat Vera especially, Mm -hmm. there is six other figures approaching six Six with six hounds in tow so you've got a little hunting band you're not sure approaching you um they do have spears but they look like you know they're not ready to throw at you or something like that but they seem at the ready but not necessarily approaching looking for a fight can't tell if they're friend or foe at this point what would you guys like to do? Yeah, so I noticed that obviously Yurik is a little preoccupied. So I think Catvera would just be say out loud like eyes and like point uh, to where the approaching figures are coming from. Okay. Ted would see that and kind of slink into the darkness. While also trying to find a place to read this note. Because he wants to read this note really, really bad. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're trying to find a like stealthy spot? Or a yeah. little hidden spot? Okay. Does he just run back to Cat Vera behind her? He's literally, he's literally, like, he sees the people coming. But he's, like, hiding while also literally reading the note while this is happening. <laughs> okay. So, go ahead and roll for stealth. Um... I don't know if it's a favorite skill for you or not. Oh, it is. You can roll that D12 twice. If you want to invoke your like sneaky um, beneath notice kind of distinct trait, you can, but you'd have to spend a hope and then you could use two extra D6s because it's a favorite skill and you're using hope and that's called being inspired. So if you want to use hope for... Could I I potentially save him the hope? And come out and stumble out and uh, 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 maybe cause some sort of distraction. And, you know, like, literally, like, you know, he's got, he's, he, he I'm, if I recall, we were all kind of resting and, you know, this came mm-hmm. at, at night. Setting up camp. So uh, Rory has to put on, he's in the middle of putting on his new chainmail suit and, like, helmet is, like, halfway on and he's, like, halfway buttoned up and tripping him over himself. He's like, I, I'm out. I'm, okay, I got, I got this. And, He's got um, my Azambark, my uh, my axe, but he's like you know not wielding it properly as the the chainmail's you know not properly on all the way, so it's restricting his range of movement. But he he's he's here and he's ready to fight, but he's definitely tripping him, himself through the, oh uh, the forest. Still chewing on a protein <laughs> bar. How... Yeah, yes, Han. Is Rory doing this, being a distraction on purpose, or is he just like? Well, after the fact, he'll say yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Retroactively, it will have yes. been on purpose. 
Oh, I like geez. genuinely See, cannot you, what, tell. Rory, what, I'm 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 kind of afraid that Rory's the smartest one out of all. No, see, Rory, Rory, Rory was born under the stars that were just like he is a a, a living distraction. Let's just put it that way. Hmm. Okay, it's like uh, gotcha. it's like Mike, it's like Michael Scott. As the seasons go by, you're like, is he doing this on purpose? Yeah. He's, he's so dumb. Maybe he's doing this on purpose. And Thank it's you helping for the everyone. Clarification? Question mark. <laughs> um. So. Roll riddle. Riddle. I, <laughs> hey, you know what? I have a Pippin riddle. Hey, now we're talking. And a Pippin riddle means that I am not, you know, left alone Completely in the sheets. Enough. So. Get like an 11. <laughs> let me roll. Uh, roll. <gasps> oh, okay. Uh, I rolled an 11, but it was with. <laughs> no, no, listen, listen. It was with a 10 on the d12 and a 1 oh, okay. on the d6. So it's not that kind of 11, but an 11 total. Gotcha. And okay. Riddle is against, which pip is that? It's against wits. a wits, which is 16, so I don't know. So um, halfway through putting on everything, you're like, maybe this is a good distraction. Like, maybe I'm helping. <laughs> um, nice. But ironically, you um, you don't get that idea nearly fast enough. These, um, you're... <laughs> You're able to manage to get every, what you need on, but you um, do not produce like necessarily a distraction. You're kind of behind everybody, and all of a sudden, these six figures are now kind of coming into the light. Um, Ted, what did you roll if you've already rolled still? Yeah, I rolled a 16 against a 15. Okay, so you're able to... Any sixes in there? Nope. Okay. You're able to... Go behind kind of Cat Vera, get to the other side of the fire that you guys are. That was the first thing you guys started doing. Um, and it's kind of a uh, like you find like a kind of shadowy spot behind uh, a pile of your guys' supplies. So you get cast into the shadow from the fire and like kind of go right up against the supplies. But you're able to like peek the note out <laughs> into the firelight and try to, to try to read it. Um, and it burns. And this is what you. S- <laughs> and it burns up. Uh, it's gone forever. You see this hastily like scribbled map of maybe the forest. Uh, you're not really able to re- like. There's a couple circled things on it, and um, all it says at the top in common or in you know whatever is common in <laughs> the Rings world. I don't remember Western. Um, it says. Orcs at Fenbridge. That's all it says. More. Um, <laughs> or, um, yeah, it says orcs at Fenbridge. Now I've got like a piece of lint on me. And I, okay, problem solved. Uh, that was a spider. Not gonna lie to you. Uh, <laughs> it's too real. This is all getting. T- it's too real. It's an omen. I'm Bayran. Jumanji. I'm Bayran. They call us from inside the house. There's a note in my pocket. Um, so you're not really able to tell a lot from the map because you're not really familiar with like the inner workings of Mirkwood, which you assume is what the map is. Um, but you're able to read that, and that's all you can gather at this point. But it doesn't seem like anyone notices you over there, so you're completely hidden for mechanical purposes if something should go down. 
Let's find out. Love it. Um, these figures kind of come into the light. Rory, you're ready. Yurik, you've noticed them, and you're trying to hold up, you know, Bayran at the same time. The kid, what are you doing as this is all going down? <laughs> uh, the kid stays behind because he's pretty freaked out that someone is sickly in front of him. So he's just like, oh, no, not again. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Um, you kind of hold back and... Uh, these these figures come into the light. Cat Vera, did you want to do anything as they come into view? Um, I'll just say, or Cat Vera will say, announce yourselves. Who are you? Is this your man? And um, these figures kind of stop at the edge of the firelight, and one comes forward. Um. A woman and she has she's holding her spear and she brings up her hound with her that looks similar to to finn um a little darker coloration and um you know but smaller not as cool <laughs> yeah. personality yeah. leaves a little bit to be Puppy. fur's not as shiny that. yeah i mean could use a brush let's just <laughs> let's put it that way um yeah looks a little bit uh, leaner and um but eyes all of you stays behind its master though and she walks out in front of everyone and she says we come not looking for a fight my name is Dagmar and I need this I need this man back he's stolen something from us Yurik you kind of (laughs) reckon Okay, does Rory ask that? Yeah, I'm just, you know. Um, she says, I will not ask your business. I will not tell you ours. He raises his hands, kind of, you know, innocently, just being, like, curious. Yurik speaks up and says, well, as the man is in our care, it's currently our business. What did he steal? You're cool. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Go, uh, roll, roll, um, persuade. Or awe. Um, okay. Either one. I'm in awe. Think. I think you should roll. Okay, so <laughs> awe, persuade. What if we throw in, just throwing it, what if we throw in a little explore? <laughs> um, a little travel man. Do it all, why not? Is there literally, <laughs> she's hot, I want to What if, her. what if, um, what about, uh, Yeah, is she hot? Is there, <laughs> what about in Harton? <laughs> All right, so <laughs> maybe Riddle, if you want to try here's, to be a here's little a, Here's a legitimate, or... ma- here's a legitimate question. Um, if the TN, if I don't have a pip and the TN is higher than a D12, my kid's knocking on the door. Um, <laughs> then th- 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 it's a lost cause. Yeah, you'd, I mean, is there anything? Just as an aside, is there anything to be gained? You would have to. Uh, you could use hope. So, um, and or you'd have to get a twelve. You'd have to get uh, your Gandalf run. That's an automatic success. Gotcha. So, okay. Low chance. Um, let's do it. Let's just let's just freaking do it. I'll do pers- persuade because the TN is lower. Okay. Uh. So I got it. Was a two. Hey, at least it's not an I. Uh, so as you say this, um. You know, you you look back behind her, and there's all those, you know, there's five other people with her and hounds as well. 
um, you kind of realize, like, oh boy, like, this <clears throat> is kind of a big group. You're trying to hold up your former companion, and you're trying to sort all this out. You don't say it as, like, with the emphasis, you know, like you usually do, but she takes your point. And she says, there's no need for hostilities. We will not harm you. I'm asking as one woodsman to another, this is our man. And he has stolen something from us. Can I interject something really quick about what Ted has? Uh, Ted's listening and has the bright idea to... <laughs> do, would, do, would, he, would he have a little bit of like in his pack? Would he have any paper or parchment slash a quill or like anything to like... Yeah. So he's he's going to start transcribing what is on this note onto it. Like okay. he's trying to copy it like from behind the boxes. Yeah, line line for line, every inch of this little map that's been okay. Yeah, uh, you can do that. Um, there's actually a little mechanic of like um, items that you have on you. Uh, basically, of as many items as you. It's based off of your like how rich you are, basically. Well, I'm prosperous, so. so... Um, yeah i've got a utility belt you yeah you can go and write that down that's one of the things you have and han (laughs) yes i think that's why Um, you have two in courtesy (laughs) (laughs) yeah roy's raising her hand can the kid ask um york do you know these people so chris um I need to be clear on this. Is Bayran the only one I recognize? Bayran's the... He's the... Yeah, he's the only one you recognize. These, like, at least um, Dagmar, she looks kind of like a woodsman. She's kind of clothed similarly. Like, these hounds seem to be of the same breed, probably, as uh, Finn. Um, Same kind of uh, weaponry. Like, you've seen these kinds of spears before. They look like woodsmen, but they don't have any of the familiar emblems that you're used to. Um, you don't really recognize them, but you can roll, uh, you can roll lore, uh, see if you recognize them based off of your, your memory. Okay. Yeah. I feel like he always drops one, too. (laughs) Every time. Two again. Two. I rolled a two. Again? They're weighted. It, it was a three. It was a three when it landed on the floor. So let's call it a three and see what that does. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nothing, right? Nothing. Yeah. What's odd to you? I mean, it it almost is helpful because it's like you know, like the woodsmen very well. You grew up in that culture, so who the heck are these people? You don't recognize them, and they don't carry any emblems that you recognize. So it's re- really odd to you. Can Rory interject here? <clears throat> Uh, I, I'm assuming he's been kind of paying attention and maybe looking at the general confusion confusion on Yurik's face. He kind of puts what I think Rory's thinking it's dark out, right? So it's not great. So he might just interject personally. He's, you know, just said everything aloud before. There's not really a filter between, you know, thought <laughs> and mouth. So he kind of just goes... Um, <clears throat> Uh, you know, listen, it's it's dark out in these woods, and we're just making sure that everyone's taken care of. Uh, but uh, there's also, you know, causes of forces of darkness out here. So we're just making sure that everyone is, is taken care of. 
you said things have been stolen. We'll get them returned, but there's no need for any, you know, shenanigans. That's, you know, my job. Hi, I'm, I'm Rory. <laughs> Kevera would like to ask a question. <clears throat> yes. And then roll an insight check afterwards. Sure. Hang, hang on one sec. Let, she, I think she responds to Rory and okay. says, like, if you want to return those things to their rightful places, you can just give us this man. It's that simple. And we'll be on our way like we haven't shown up at all tonight. And you can keep your camp and go our separate paths. Uh, I, I, along with Cat Vera, I don't know. Uh, I, I just want to get a general insight check because Rory is mostly feeding off of Yurik's energy here. Of just like he, you know, he's thinking woodsman would know woodsman, and then there's some just like he senses that there's some tension, and he's not a fan of that. He's also groggy because he was just in the middle of a really nice nap, you know, or you know, <laughs> a, 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 as everyone else was setting up camp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I love that. Checks out. Yeah. So Cat okay. Vera had her had her comment though. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So Cavero, Cavero will turn to them and she'll say, If this is your man, why would he need to steal anything from you? Why was he running away? Why does he look injured? Uh, we need a little bit more information than just this person stole from us and we want it back. What did he steal? Yeah, what she said. <laughs> she says um, he is a spy and has been looking upon the way we have been doing things in the forest I am a servant of Mogdred the lord of the hill and we protected the eastern eaves of the woodsmen for many years you may not know of us but we've been known <clears throat> of you We've certainly been protecting your borders. And now we have this man stumble into our into our own villages. And for what purpose? He would not say. Okay. And now he has You're... escaped our justice, stolen from us information. That's all you need to know. Okay, I want to roll an insight. And I want to roll a lore on that Magdrid. Yes, yes. As well. Can we can we all do that just as a general party vibe check? Yes. Vibe check, everybody. Insight. Um, insight and, and lore. So I'll give you the lore. How about that? What is, once what is set, vibe check? It's just insight. It's just insight. I think that is really honest to god a vibe check is insight. Um, all right, so we're rolling insight, Chris. Yeah, everybody rolls insight. I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna give you right. what you would have found out with lore, because once she says Mogdred, you're, you're does recognize. <laughs> Sorry, Yurik Pat, does. you might have to do that. It's <laughs> fine. So can can I have a two e question here? Yes. So I'm as I'm looking at the character sheet, uh, I am insight for me has zero pips. However, in the heart category. My reading is three, and so I, I have no idea in terms of the rating. How does that reflect against my target number? 
the rating uh, basically all target numbers start at twenty, and then you subtract your rating. So lower uh, your rating. So, ah, lower your rating. Okay, so yeah, I was just higher. trying to yeah. make sure that my rating wasn't somehow a like default uh, base skill level of a bonus dice that I can roll. This is just where we're trying to, to cheese any way possible. <laughs> yeah, basically, you'd have to use hope or get a twelve. Listen. I, let me roll this dice and see if I need to, to use one of my hope or fellowship points. Well, now that we know rolled. we have so many, <laughs> we're yeah. just trying to use them. <laughs> it's true. Well, I just I just rolled a twelve and a five. I got a seventeen. Uh, that's an eight. Jeez, that's okay. an eight on my insight, which is not terrible on its own, but not you know. Yeah. Kevera rolled a Kevera? sixteen, and her target number is sixteen. Okay. Oh. Okay, I mean no it's the height is what makes the advantage, you know. What about uh, what about Ted and uh, the kid? Uh, is Ted allowed to roll if he's busy scribbling, or? I I mean, if you wanted to roll, you can. Uh, I think you look up and try to get okay, and you assess the situation. Hold on, let me see what's going on here. <laughs> my yeah. wrist is hurting. I'll take yeah. a break. Carpal tunnel. Um. <laughs> I got a 10, but my thing is 14. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's not... 14 is not terrible. That's pretty good, actually. My... Wait. I rolled terrible. I got a 6. My roll is to 10? Have to, no, no. Like, to overcome. You failed oh. this time. Oh, dang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. You failed. I mean, yeah, I don't want to yeah, mince yeah. words here. You, you did terribly, but... <laughs> you lost the battle, but you will win the war. Yeah, statistically. Uh, Ted, what did Ted Six. get? Okay, so basically the only two that get a accurate vibe check course is Yurik and Cat Vera. Um, I think she sounds perfectly you... reasonable. <laughs> yeah, the rest of the group, I think the three of you are kind of like, well, they're obviously being aggressive, but like, if this guy stole, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably not great. Does um, Yurik tell us that he knows this guy or no? I don't I Not yet. But uh, Yurik and Kat Vera, you feel like, sure, they're not, they don't seem like they're like working for Sauron or something. Right. Um, but they are hiding something for sure. She's she's doesn't want to share some information and there's maybe something malicious behind that. So I guess Rory's suspicion in kind of mentioning the dark. So if one in this game is trying to uh, check if anything is sus, you know, yeah. if there's any, if there's any darkness, yeah, whatever, whatever the official game term for uh, some evil is a footness. Yeah. Um, what would one do to do that? I, I think insight is probably okay, the best so bet at, at is that not for now. Good at this. Right. Okay, great. <laughs> you you maybe are suspicious still, but you're not able to really pinpoint it. Um, maybe it's just because there's six big hounds. Um, yeah, I'm definitely not. Distracted. Yeah. Yurik's gonna. Can Yurik chime in really quick? Yeah. Okay. And just just to say, um, this man I know. This man was once a companion, but you all, I do not know, which means I trust him and I don't trust you. So explain yourselves or we have nothing left to discuss. 
As you say this, she, like, just stares daggers at you. Um, and you kind of, you look at her, you look down. I mean, your friend is now unconscious, and he obviously needs, like, medical attention. Um, and she says, did you send him to us? Uh-oh. Kefir <laughs> has an idea. I kind of want to try to use awe for this, if possible. I want to kind of step up and be like, uh, say, we've been sent by Radagast to investigate this area, and we're on our way to report back to him. Just so happens that your man, if that's who he is, came upon our camp. And we would rather save him, heal him from his injuries, and give him to Radagast. If this man is a spy, like you say, then Radagast will know what to do with him. And if he isn't, then he'll know what to do then as well. Go ahead and roll. Ah. Like, uh, you're, you're probably up there with your big-ass oh, yeah. spear. My spear is your... bigger than their spear. You get into the light and your tat. You you've gotten pretty good at <laughs> you've gotten pretty good at uh, showing your tattoo in the firelight. Like, huh? Oh, huh? shit. <laughs> R- R- Rory's also finally gotten all of the the gear together and like buttoned up correctly, and so he's trying to do an intimidation and stand as tall as possible with the, and he's got Azambark and he's pr- displaying it proudly. You know. She can uh, she can jump thirty feet. I don't know if you know that. Okay. <laughs> I rolled fucking rocks. <laughs> uh, I rolled a 21 total with two sixes. And my target Whoa. number is 13. We're all in awe. So, so they they fall dead. Yeah, I think is what happens. So, as as you walk up to the front of this group, um, you're holding this spear and you're presenting yourself, and they see a huntress. You know, like they know someone who has fought many battles and like been in the woods themselves right on at right at looking at you they also do notice that this dwarf has a pretty bitchin axe that he's now taking out and they realize this is not just some they they look around maybe recognize there's no cart or anything this is not some group of caravan travelers and you just mentioned radagast mm-hmm. so Name she kind of takes she puts like her like spear kind of down a little bit to show that she's not like in a threatening position and takes a step back and her dog takes a step back and everyone kind of spread like she gets a little bit uneasy but they they also kind of lower themselves and she says that is a name i know radagast i'm not here for hostilities i'm not lying to you about that we are not unreasonable seems you can she kind of looks at all of you interesting group seems to be more well equipped than I thought but it is dangerous and spiders draw near he stumbled through one of their nests trying to escape us was it in the tower our fault he was not in what tower I mean okay we just found a tower with a bunch of spiders in it once and no big deal (laughs) we burned that shit down Oh, yeah, we did burn it down. Never, we got that one. You're good. You're good. <laughs> burned it. Burned it down. 
I, Rory, Rory always looking for a reason to tell that story. Yeah, yeah. I uh, mean, I climbed up. Uh, someone say tower? Was there a tower? And, you know, shimmied across the pole in order to I, cut him down. Do you not remember? <laughs> oh, oh, anyway. Sounds very interesting. Sounds very interesting. She got very dropped 30 feet in the air. There are many nests and many abandoned places in the forest. As you know, it's that then that it is very dangerous. And if there might be a whole horde of them coming this way. Allow us to escort you to Radagask. We will not... We will not do anything until we reach him. And you may keep one of your scouts, uh, one of your lookouts awake with one of ours. We understand that you may not trust us, nor do we trust you. I kind of want to roll insight on that, too. (laughs) Okay. And Han, what, what did you want? Can we help him first? You can take a look. That was going to be my next. Yeah, I was going to start. I was just going to say as as we kind of start to transition here, I, I would want to st- begin like tending to some of those yeah. wounds. Can, um, can the kid straight up say like, let us help him first? Yeah. Um, and she says, fine. I'm not do not wish death upon this man not without proper justice anyway tend to him and they kind of like fit like they don't fan out that they do come more in the firelight they don't get near you too much but they have their spears down and you're able to take a look at him i don't know Yurik, if you want to lay him on the ground or not and whoever's got a high one person needs to be for healing rolls it's really got to be one person so whoever's got a high i'll heal, do that Nothing. It's a favored skill, and I have three pips. Ooh, oh, dang. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, go ahead and roll with a favored d12. Uh, 12 on the first Ooh. roll. Let's go. <laughs> Can't beat that. I mean, like, listen, you know. That's his friend. <laughs> Take care of him. 20, uh, 24, one was a six. Holy and a 12. crap. 12 and a six. Uh, Comes back you, stronger uh, than ever. <laughs> You, uh, you man. move, you move quickly. Uh, you're able to kind of like, you, you recognize like the holes. There's a couple of puncture wounds where you got bit. Um, and you've, you've seen spider wounds before. And, um, this happened recently. If you act quick, maybe you can like get some of the venom out and he will be like, there's no avoiding it. He's going to be paralyzed for a little while, but you were able to clean the wounds really well. So instead of 10 full days of him just being completely unconscious from this, you know, paralyzing toxin, um, you succeeded and you got two sixes. So um, you actually take that down. So now he's going to be out for just, I'm going to say it's a a pretty major success thanks to the Gandalf rune. So he's going to be out for three days. Um, But he's breathing regularly. He even, like, his eyes flutter for a second, even. And he, there's, like, he's trying to come out of it, but he, he goes back in. You're able to close up the wounds, and the poison is not spreading anymore. So you do a fantastic job of stabilizing your friend. Um, you're able to kind of give him water and some basic necessities, but that's about all he can do. So, as that's happening, it does look like this other group is starting to make their kind of own camp next to yours. 
and um, Dagmar comes up to you, Kat Vera, because you've kind of been the spokesperson. Mm-hmm. She says, we are just setting up. Um, this is where we're thinking of doing it. If you want us to be farther away, we can discuss it, but I would like to stay close. I don't want any anyone taking him in the middle of the night without us knowing. I want something fair, and I am willing to go down to Roscobel. We've heard of this wizard. Well, I don't know if she would say wizard. Uh, we have heard of this wise, old, uh, interesting figure. And my own curiosity would like to meet him too. Uh, and I'll just respond... Please, make your camp as close as you feel comfortable with. I would rather have you be close so I can keep an eye on you. (laughs) I think some of your awe, you know, is still working. And she goes, All right. But she seems a little bit, like, wary of you. And isn't exactly willing to, like, argue or say anything back. Um, You've kind of proven yourself. (laughs) All right, so um, as you make camp um, and they make camp, before everyone turns in, is it does anybody else want to do anything? How's that note going, Ted? Yeah, how is that note going? <laughs> LM. Um, do you do you want to tell everyone about it, or like <laughs> you kind of gather everyone close around the fire? What do you want to do? Oh, are they they're in, without? They're not in earshot anymore. Yeah, they make camp. You can kind of talk amongst yourselves quietly near your fire, and they wouldn't really be able to hear you. They're all over there. Um, I don't know. You know, a couple dozen yards okay. away. I And Han, okay. how can I help you? Uh, <laughs> did they see uh, the friend give the note? No. Okay. Um, that kind of happened before they approached, and then Ted did a good job of hiding, so... How many of them are there? There's six um, Including... woodsmen and six hounds. So there's 12 total things. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> so many things. Okay, cool. But the hounds the hounds look like, you know, they're they're kind of like Finn. You know, like they're... Wait. Maybe... Okay, wait. I say this in character, and I say this to Yurik. If he's one of you, does he have a hound, too? Um, he did. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, you please, no. please go ahead. Uh, I would say that I, you, you, no, you probably all did, but you don't see that hound anymore. Yeah, yeah, okay, good. That was my instinct, but uh, yeah. So Yurik responds, he does, or he did. Yes. Okay, I'm assuming the worst, so I don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Just Chris trying to get dead dogs into the story. <laughs> <laughs> He's always sick. Dead dogs in the story. Yeah, just gotta kill. Chris us. has six more that he can. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot, and uh, I still gotta kill off the kid. You know, it's gonna be good. Anyway. <laughs> 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 what? So Ted um, is. Uh, yeah. All right. Ted, Ted stashes you... his version of the yeah. note into his pack, um, and then just doesn't really make mention of it. And then brings the original out uh, and gathers everyone around. Uh, 
says, this is what he handed me. Uh, this must be what they're searching for. The information that they're searching for. Can we make any sense of it? Is it... Uh, do we know how valuable it is? I was thinking that very same thing, actually, Rory. <laughs> I mean, just like if he's doing that... Like, so, my question is, yeah, you know, a man's worth fleeing something, but, like, what what's worth running into the middle of the wood at night by yourself, you know? Like, there has to be something very important there. And they're not being very... Yurik, you know, the... I'm really looking at you here on this, because it was like you know they're they're your, they look like you kind of people, and but like you know the the, the vibe the vibe is weird. You can't just say that. <laughs> what do you mean you people? <laughs> well, you know they they all have um, you know uh, unkempt beards and dogs, and they all kind of look like their dogs. You know. <laughs> Did you notice it? Yurik just kind of looks up and says, uh, including Dagmar, the beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. Huh. Maybe she's a dwarf. A very tall dwarf. <laughs> does, um, go ahead. does the note have anything going on beyond just what's written on it? Like no national treasure type lemon <laughs> candle thing, right? <laughs> It's a good uh, idea, though. You look at it. You do look it over. I mean, it does say orcs at Fenbridge, and then it, what looks like inside the woods somewhere. Um, it looks like there is a little um, notation of a, a tower, and then there is like that that look what looks to be a bridge symbol. Maybe is circled, and uh, there's kind of a kind of a creek running down. It looks like. And that's all you can make out of it. But I'm going to go ahead and let, let Yurik roll explore. You can use your Patrick wants, really good. Patrick wants somebody to roll a riddle on it, but it can't be Catvera because <laughs> I feel like Ted would be. be I, I think I Ted, pit, Ted would naturally want to do that as well. Twenty-three with a six. Okay, that works too. You're putting the pieces together, Yurik, and you've heard of Ma- uh, you have heard of Mogdred, who she mentioned, and the hill. There is a hill, and that's kind of east of where the woodsmen are inside of Mirkwood. It's called Tyrant's Hill, and for a long time, there was a lot of stories about evil men that lived there that worked with the necromancer of the woods, and. There was men and orcs, like, in this, this tower um, in Tyrant's Hill. But now you, have, you see these woodsmen. They don't seem altogether evil, but they are after something. And this Tyrant's Hill must be the, the tower that's been notated. And Fenbridge is another castle um, that's nearby. And if orcs are back at Fenbridge, something is gathering in the woods. You're not sure, like... This per like your companion must have saw saw orcs at Fenbridge, and needed to get that information out as soon as possible. How he got caught up with this other group that seems to be working for Tyrant's Hill is an unknown. Was he captured? Was he hunted? Why do they want this information to be hidden is a big question for you. Because if they're 
not evil, shouldn't they not want orcs at Fenbridge? Um, so a lot of questions start racing through your mind, but you're starting to connect the dots of like, why don't they want this information out? And that's only for Yurik, right? Unless he tells you. I do. <laughs> where where was the just sorry where was verbatim? Where was the the guy? Is he between the camps? Is he in the other camp? The the person that came that you're helping is in your okay. camp. Like you're watching over him. Gotcha. Okay. So I, Yurik, what you're telling me is that there's a group of of of, of woodsmen, but they're on on the side. Of orcs, who who we know for a fact have been working working for the necromancer in the the deep dark forest. That that now this necro more the necromancer has been driven out ten years ago, but so you so we so we have been told. Yeah, supposedly. <laughs> Got some. Uh... Conspiracy. Yeah, I'm just so what, yeah, that. I'm just because Rory is chasing a theory here. And what you're telling me is that there's a conspiracy within your group of woodsmen. And that there's a group of woodsmen who now secretly have while they are still woodsmen, but they work work good they're like they're like the Death Eaters. They work good for the Voldemorts. What? But now they are, you know, still around, but they're Some like weird stories of Dorstel. Yeah. Sorry, not to Question. not to bridge the fandoms. Can- canonically, now Harry Potter is a story in <laughs> in universe that the dwarves passed down. Yes. like through of course, you know Rory read the scrolls, <laughs> but you couldn't read. All of a sudden, oh. for uh, they were pictures. They were pictures. Rory, they were pictures. Rory would tell you that there is no great story that's ever been told that hasn't come from the dwarves. So Harry Potter was just simply some copy and paste (laughs) of a dwarvish story, apparently. Of course. Question. Yes. Does the kid... Is there any connection with what Yurik just told the group and what the kid experienced back in Dale? Um, As Yurik explains that, if there is darkness returning to Mirkwood, you know, you had those dreams of like this darkness kind of sucking everything into it in, in, in Mirkwood. And you're wondering if there's orcs returning back to a fortress inside of Mirkwood, is it being run or led or organized in some way by this gibbet King that revealed himself to you? Is there like a purposeful organization happening that's going to endanger everybody? That's what you're worried about. Hmm. I think he just, you know, you know when you're like telling someone, but you don't say it, and you're just kind of like making eyes at that person. We're just like, <laughs> I don't know how to describe. Just yeah, <laughs> just stares intently. <laughs> <laughs> the kid does that to Yurik. Cool. All right. Um, you are two days away still from Roscoe Bell, so. Oh, not too much more. <laughs> it's it's gonna be right like photo finish. It'll probably be as you're probably be that day of that you're in Roscobel, he he might come around, especially with the help of Radagast. 
All right. So you had so one, one last thing that there. Ted does is yes. slips the original note back into the pocket of the guy. Okay. Okay, I like that. So, original note is back inside the pocket of uh, Bayran. Uh, I also need Ted to take two fatigue points um, to cut into your sleep a little bit. You did succeed on your roll for the journey from last episode. We never resolved like what you got from that. Um, but you don't get additional fatigue. Um, and fatigue is, is basically um, like in-journey like wariness. And it, it kind of comes out at the end of the journey. But gotcha. since you're going to Roscobel, it's probably not going to matter much. But just to prepare you for bigger journeys to more dangerous places. For sure, for sure. Um, so you all head towards Roscobel. And the first day seems to be all right. That group follows you, stays, minds their own business, doesn't really talk with your group. They kind of keep their just enough distance, just in case Cat Vera or somebody else decides to turn <laughs> on them. But certainly close enough to intervene if you guys booked it or tried to like split up uh and their hounds are like a concerning point because they'll be faster than you for sure so that second day they're a little bit more uneasy you can hear them that last night before you get to roscovel like kind of whispering loudly around their fire they're some of them maybe even angry at each other can't really make anything out but um, you are a little more wary that night, but nothing happens. And as you approach Roscobel, um, you kind of enter the little town that's centered around uh, Radagast's place. And it's a little community, very small, some farming. And um, you know that this, these are usually like people who work closely with Radagast and, and give him information and go look for information. A lot of the hunters that were out with you, Yurik, um, came directly from this little town of Roscobel. And you all get close to that kind of weird, mysterious path that leads up to Radagast. And um, all six and their hounds um, come following all of you. And it's a one-time try, you know, like it leads you right to, Ra to, to Radagast. It's almost like he was expecting this to happen. Mm. As you approach, you see his little cottage um, sitting there um, in, a, in a glade that always seems to be like early in the morning, no matter what time it is. And you all kind of come into this like opening in front of his house. And you hear just as the door opens. And he comes out and he looks almost like burdened a little bit by all of these people showing up at his house. And he goes, oh, yes, uh, I did not expect this many, but I assume there's a reason you're all here. It's, and he instantly recognizes like Yurik's been holding someone, carrying someone. Is he injured? Do we need to take him in? Yes. You're kind of like rushes forward with him um, at that invitation, so to speak. Yeah. He says yes. Dagmar steps forward immediately. Wait, wait. He goes into that house. I don't know what kind of sorcery is going on here. 
but I feel it. I will not let you just take him out of our sight. And Radagast says, well, interesting. Put him down. We can tend to him here. We don't have to hide him yet. What is going on here? Why have you brought... Are these... Are you woodsmen as well? I don't recognize these six. Yurik, care to explain? I'll let them do the explaining. Yurik kind of, like, eyes... Um, he kind of, like, shoots darts at Dagmar. And Yurik, at this point, wants to kind of press... Not, pr not press all the way in but press further in and kind of position himself right next to Radagast as if to say, like, let's move this along. Like, my priority, of course, being uh, Bayran right now. Um, and Dagmar speaks up and she says, This man stole information from us. We hail from the Tyrant's Hill. We have been blocking the orcs from attacking your... Roscobel here and Woodsman Town. I do not suffer spies in our community. So, is he one of your men? And Radagast kind of looks over. He is, but he's no spy. He was simply looking for signs of orcs and darkness growing in Mirkwood. I was worried. He simply a scout. Certainly not one of any ill intent. Didn't realize there was still a community living at Tyrant's Hill. And Dagmar just shakes her head. She says, I know our reputation. We are no friends of the orcs, but we're not friends with you either. We have stood alone ever since for long enough. <sighs> Obviously, we cannot do anything here, but hope that your judgment is a just one. I want to take this man back with us. He can face judgment with my people. He won't... Can can Yurik interject? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, he won't face your people's judgment until you can produce a compelling piece of evidence that this man is a spy and has done the things you said he's done. Otherwise, he's staying with I us. agree with your... Ted I is immediately regretting a different... way. <laughs> slipping that note back into his pockets. <laughs> <laughs> she just, like, um, looks around. actually hands her... <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> she hands her... This, <laughs> she hands her spear off to um, one of her men and walks forward with her hands up. She's like, I'm not trying anything, but I think it's high time that I'm able to search him. I believe he has information. If you haven't already stolen it off of him. She kind of glares at your group. Is there a sleight of hand equivalent? <laughs> <laughs> I think the closest thing, honestly... Oh, man. Probably... Stealth? Yeah, probably just stealth. There's Did just... we see... Uh, Ted put the note back in the pocket? Did you tell anyone you did that, Ted? No. 
But Ted is <laughs> Ted is like Ted actually would be looking for for any and there may not be an opening. There's probably a very low likelihood that there would be an opening, but he's looking for an opening for possibly being able to undo having taken putting this put this thing into his pocket. So can yeah. can the kid be like, well, you can bring him to justice after he feels better and tries to like you know, <laughs> be like leave Block him alone. Him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dagmar kind of it took a few steps and the kid comes out to say this. She says, I need to look at him. I'm not going to looking at him isn't going to cause him any more harm. It seems your friend here did an excellent job of stabilizing him. It seems the poison is almost gone. He should be fine. I just want to see what he may have <clears throat> on him. So, Yurik steps forward. Yurik steps forward and says, If we allow you to search him, anything you find, you must explain. I will. I'm prepared for that. And she walks around the kid and says, if I may. All right. The kid is thinking. What a beard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the Tolkien-esque version of this is, but. <laughs> um, she leans down over the body and starts searching. Sure enough, in his pocket, she pulls out a note. And she actually looks up at all of you. And she sighs and realizes, like, you guys must have left this in here on purpose. And she opens it up. She goes, it just says fuck you on it. <laughs> it's just a big middle finger. Yeah. <laughs> just drawn yeah. by that's Ted. What Ted. That's what Ted was working on all night. Yeah. He wasn't working on a map. <laughs> um, but she stands, she stands up and, like, holds it up and shows, like, you the map side. And she says, see, he was taking notes of where our fortification was. He is reporting back on orcs at Fenbridge. And I can confirm that there are. I just didn't want anyone panicking over it yet. And certainly I didn't want anyone assuming we were allied with them. Yeah, a good that did. Yeah. Then explain. Yeah, you're really acting real not suspicious at all. Like explain in your alliance. <laughs> And um, she kind of goes back to her group. And as she does, um, I think the kid who's closest overhears one of her companions go, we should have killed them while we had the chance. I told oh, shit. Okay. And Dagmar, like, holds up her hand. She says, ignore him. We'll leave you. Take this man. I just don't like any information getting out of the forest that might put our people in danger. Perhaps I overreacted. But we'll leave. And Ted says, well, you may and keep, you, you may bring that information back into the forest now, if you would like. She says, I will report back what I've seen here. And Who the rest of her group is does not look happy but she like quickly just does this sound like Shh, leave and the rest of them like all right and they all wander off and they go back down the path you came from very quickly before they, they go around a go go ahead before they leave Kavera wants to say 
Who do you report to? <laughs> report to who? If it's not um, to Radagast. She looks back. She says, to Mogdred. Oh, that's right. The hill. That's right. <laughs> right, 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 right. That's right. That guy. And uh, so okay. It is interesting because um, you know Mogdred is a name that perhaps Yorks heard mentioned before. Um, not, a, not a great dude, but if he's, is he really fighting orcs? And that's what I say. And that's what I say to the team. Not a great dude. <laughs> <laughs> M, M names. M names are notoriously. The bad guys. It, start, it starts with Mog. It's true. It can't be really, you know. Like <laughs> it ends with Dread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's gotta be a heel. <laughs> nah, he's fine. He's fine. We report back to Bob Evil. <laughs> Joe Cruelty. Oh, Hi, I'm Bob Evil. <laughs> um, they walk off and go around the bend and are quickly out of sight. And you know. They ended up somewhere in Roscabel, and they can leave from there. Great. Now they know where it is. Awesome. <laughs> um, but you do have this uh, companion of yours, Yurik. He gets brought inside, and suddenly it does seem like Renegast's entryway has room for all of you now, um, just around a much bigger table than you remember, uh, Yurik. And um, you make all make yourselves kind of home in oh. Roscabel. <laughs> and Rory is sleeping already. He's so ten, he's ten like we'll go at ahead. the dinner table, like eating some of the like pickable foods, and like in front of the fireplace already with the smelly, stinky socks off. <laughs> Can the kid like smack him on the shoulder and be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> he said to to make her feel like home. Like, uh, where's the hummus? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he said any of that. <laughs> Where's the hummus? <laughs> I mean, I'll grind us up some of it. That's what we need. Ted will, before this interaction finishes, that sounds so Ted good will go ahead and uh, pull the other map out that he created and uh, just out of his pack and hand it to Radagast and say, um, during the commotion last night, I uh, made an extra copy of the map. Uh, that was drawn oh, in case it would be of any use. And so he just puts it on the table. Hmm. I used the scanner app on my iPhone yeah. XR. <laughs> I took a quick picture of it. Radagast goes, oh, that's, the, that's what I have too. <laughs> and that's how I text those plugs. <laughs> yeah. Shoot, oh did you gosh. take a pano? Um, it. <laughs> Radagast looks down at you. Um, he says, interesting. You're a hobbit. I haven't actually seen one in person. I've heard about you, your people. Heard of how clever they are. One of my companions, uh, one of my one of my order, let's say, uh, worked with Bilbo Baggins, and I'm glad to have met another one. So Ted says, and ah, Gandalf the seems Grey. you've given me good information. <laughs> yeah. And he, oh, yes. <laughs> Best fireworks I, uh, in the Shire. I was wondering if you would know his name. <laughs> I know he's ventured to the Shire many times. He's a friend of the Hobbits. 
He goes, uh, he seems impressed. So in terms of like what I'm doing in the background, there's this thing called councils that uh, you guys have to kind of overcome tolerances of different people. So he's got a lower tolerance or a better tolerance. Let me put it that way. You have to have less success rolling, you know, persuade or awe or riddle or any of those things that might apply. Um, He's more tolerable to us. Exactly. (laughs) So he's more tolerable to you uh, as you have brought him some of this information. He does stroke his his beard and he says, uh, hmm, so there is orcs at Finbridge. This is interesting. We need to make sure that this folk moot in the summer happens with everyone from Wilderland. I've brought you all here to ensure that Bjorn goes, or at the very least sends representatives, but I'd rather have him in person. I need the Bjornings to be very much involved in this. They're powerful people. And Katvera, I will need you to convince him. Katvera will say, I'll do my best, but if you know any stories of Bjorn, you know he can be a prickly sort, to say the least. Yes, that is why I'm asking for you to go with your companions. I feel this request from another Bjorning will be much better received. But he has already informed me that he's not coming to the folk moot. I want to change his mind. There is now conf- confirmation orcs are gathering in Mirkwood. And if they're gathering in one place, I can only imagine they're gathering in many places. My actual spies, the birds and beasts of the land, have been reporting movements in the forest as well. So it might not only be Fenbridge. If we are to put up any kind of fight to make sure that the woodsmen are not wiped out, to make sure that the new kingdoms of Dale and Ezgaroth and Erebor all are very, very new, fledgling communities, we need everyone to be on the same side and admit at the growing darkness. They don't want to believe it. They want to believe the worst of it is past and that there's always been terrible things in this area and certainly that this is no different. No, it is. I feel it. So, get your rest here, however long you need. And then I beg you all, go to Bjorn's house and tell him that he needs to be at the folk moot, that we will rely on him and his people. Without them, orcs will win. I don't think he'd like that either. Certainly not. Question. Yes. Does does the kid, other than Radagast being important because Yurik said so, basically, does the kid know, like, who or what Radagast is? I think, um... You've heard the name, and you know that he's some wise person that has... I mean, you've heard even that perhaps he could heal your parents way back when. Um, so you know he has some deep lore, and you've experienced here like a funny feeling. Like, it, you can't really put your nose or your finger on it, I should say. But 
this whole area, this little cottage seems like stepped out of time. You know, you kind of were approaching here in the afternoon, but it almost feels like in the morning again. And um, it's just an odd, like, just an odd feeling around you. And you do feel like he is powerful. Before we turn in for the night, I'm assuming we're resting here. I don't know. Uh, He's definitely made it available to you. What are we doing, group? <laughs> I mean, we're gonna go. We gotta go get Bjorn, I guess. Are we resting here, or are we? Yeah, yeah, you can absolutely. Before we turn in, I want to ask him a thing, but I'll let everyone. Well, Br- Bradagast said that he had wanted to to speak to us individually or did he just want to tell us all the same thing while we were here he didn't want to see he didn't have words for each of us he didn't have some say magicians or wizardly sight about all of our fortunes and how we're going to turn out (laughs) he's a crystal ball yeah do does rory does rory ask something like this yes (laughs) of course he does um (laughs) word for word as, as you're eating and uh, just kind of talking amongst each other, you kind of get this suspicion, like, "Oh my God, he's we're going to bed, and he's not going to talk to us." Yeah, I thought, he, I, thought uh, I was getting a prophecy. And, uh, I, I I do need to know what we're eating. I do need that described in detail. Um, you are eating um a mix of cauliflower rice mm. and uh, some uh, Ooh, grilled asparagus, and um. You, something else that you can't identify and he said it, it's it's like meat but it's not meat you wouldn't kill an animal for it's, this it's beyond meat it's, oh. <laughs> um it's like white and squishy a little, a little bit beanie, but, um, almost yeah but it's it does like provide you like you feel like you're getting your proteins you know um love a good squishy meat it's like a mu- exactly. it reminds me of the mushrooms that we get deep from underground yeah and they might be um but he, as you kind of asked this question, uh, he looks up curiously from like his end of the table and he says, Master Dwarf, do you really want your fortunes read like uh, someone performing cheap tricks at a fair? Uh, Ted raises his hand and says, I, I would like to see that. Cheap tricks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have the gift of foresight unfortunately i but i can read people oh he takes a hard hard look at you mm. i i match him bushy beard to bushy beard <laughs> and he says i feel like you are looking for something that you can't quite satisfy yourself with mm. and I could use another drink. I can provide that. Okay. Yes, thank you. But And he's saying this in front of everyone, right? Yeah. yeah I, mm-hmm. okay. But I think you are destined for more, Master Dwarf. Rory, I know bits and pieces of your story. I've heard many people talking. You know my name now, right? I do. Yeah. Goblin's Bane. <laughs> yep, Rory Goblin's Goblin. Oh, it's... Oh, it's Bane. Oh, yes. okay. I'll put, in, I'll put that in my notes. Did, which one did you hear? Was it the Slayer or was it the, uh, a different uh, one? 
I I I had heard uh, a goblin's goblin whacker. Oh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> listen, I got drunk once and I, and, and, and said it one time differently. And it I got whacked off a goblin. Just no. went too far. <laughs> listen, it got really funny at a bar once and everyone started chanting it. And I never could get it back. <laughs> he looks at you curiously and he says, Well, I will update my notes. Um Put it to memory. Yeah, just write, you know, remember, write Wacker in parentheses in case we need a joke sometime. He (laughs) says, you can live up to your real name, Goblin Spain, by following what I ask. I believe, Master Dwarf, that there will be many, many battles ahead for you. Perhaps right here on the eaves of this forest, perhaps somewhere I cannot yet see, but you will find your purpose with this group. I think, I think I will find it. I think I will find, you know, my place in the history books. We'll find it. I'm sure of it. Now, does anyone else want their fortunes read? <laughs> he kind of laughs. I mean, are you actually offering the the fortune read? I'm just like just to double check. <laughs> Ted does the the raised hand, but like looks around and turns it into a head scratch. <laughs> 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 And he says, good, good. Uh, I'm glad, glad for so that. So how, uh, how far please. is it traveling to, to Bjorning? Bjorn. Um, you'll have to head back up. He actually says, uh, if you cut north and go near to the river, I, I would suggest maybe after Stony Ford, after you get to the crossing of the river, I would suggest following the river up to Bjorn's place. Um, He's not directly on the river, but if there is any trouble on his borders, they would be there. And perhaps if you can find something to uh, protect his lands with, another another bargaining chip for your conversation with him, or at the very least, you can say that he you were watching his borders for him. I'm sure he would appreciate that. Okay. Okay. Um. Um. It'll be probably about another like eight days back up oh. to Bjorn's place. Um, Sounds good. I know the way. Okay. Yeah, Catvera. Catvera does. Pretty familiar. Rory leans over to uh, Ted and is just going to whisper. He's just going to be like, "What? What's a fur fur tag? Do what? <laughs> what?" And he, I and lower question. My answer. I'm just answering the question of uh, we, uh, Radagast was asking Bjorn to come to a and folk moot. Folk moot. <laughs> What's a fur tag? Yeah, I'm coming, I have no idea what a fur tag is. <laughs> yeah. Ted whispers back. Um, I don't think I've heard that word a single time in my entire life. Okay, but it, uh, he said something. So is it just like a council meeting? Like a group meeting of, of the, the local hairy folk? Yeah, I believe he called it a hair moot of some kind. Oh, a hair moot? Yes. Oh, see, I got it all wrong. I thought it was with fur traders. <laughs> How loud are they whispering right now in front of everyone? Very. Very yeah, loudly. Ted's not the best whisperer. And in, the, in the corner, Radagast is like 
smoking a pipe and just watching the two of you and shaking his head like, perhaps he's been mistaken. <laughs> All composure is lost. Um, does anyone else want to talk about anything with Radagast or each other before you all turn in for the night? I would like to talk to Radagast in private. Oh, okay. Yeah. Everyone kind of one by one finds a place. I, to there's sleep. actually one other thing. Um, yeah. What Bilbo said, uh, was there any, I, I actually forgot, completely forgot what the rumor was that he told me, but I did want to, if there was anything in the, that Bilbo said that needed to be relayed to Radagast, I wanted to tell him. I don't, um, I don't think so. I think he was just curious about what was going on in this area. Mm. Um, and then you'd report back to him and he'd kind of keep any, any dwarves traveling through the Shire. He'd kind of keep gotcha. in the know on that, on the stuff on that too. So Right now, you're helping him kind of complete his map and make sure it's up to date and what's going on in this area. So, so. I don't remember it because it didn't happen. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Han, what would you like to do? We've got everybody kind of going down to bed. Radagast has gone off to a, like what looks to be kind of like an office, but he hasn't gone to bed. And you can see him through the door and you could approach him if you need to. Can I knock? Yes kind of knock on the, the open door and he looks up ah yes please come come inside he comes inside <laughs> um and uh i think the kid is kind of like rubbing the arm that he was grabbed that uh, yeah. and he just goes I don't know. I don't know if the kid knows how, like, like w- powerful Radagast is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you, just, you do um, know he's this wise dude that, like, everyone seems to be taking counsel from, so. I heard Yuri so he, choked he, him out one time. He can't be that. <laughs> <laughs> he, he tries to be, like, play play kind of nice and like just very like because you know when you go to the part go to parties and then there's someone who's like kind of important so you kind of just like you know schmooze so he's just like yeah. illustrious one or something like that <laughs> oh illustrious radagas <laughs> uh he says illustrious i don't think i deserve that uh but i see that your attempts of to, uh, to persuade my curiosity about my own abilities perhaps is good intended and he kind of looks up to this big bushy like eyebrow and goes but you have something on your mind does the gibbet king sound like anything to you he takes a deep breath does sound familiar wait uh Hang on, hang on. Uh, and he kind of flips through some papers. Like, you notice, like, the top paper he had on his desk what looked like a similar map than much better map <laughs> that Ted had. And uh, it had Fenbridge on it. You see it briefly before he turns it over and he starts looking through. And he looks through his books and he goes, no, wait, wait, wait. I've heard that name before from one of my own order. We mentioned him earlier. His name's Gandalf. He's known 
by many different names in many different places, so you may know him as Mithrandir as well. But he journeyed through uh, Mirkwood back when it was much darker even than today. The necromancer was still a problem at Dolkadur. He entered that fortress looking for, well, he was looking for whatever it is Gandalf looks for on his quests. Even I don't know what he's doing most of the time. But when we discussed his escape, he mentioned there was a spirit there named the Gibbet King, so it called itself. He didn't spend any time to speak with it, didn't want to be around it, but that is where I have heard it. I Do think you... Gandalf claimed it was, seemed like a, a jailer of sorts, of Dolgadur. How bad is it <laughs> if he was around? <laughs> what do you mean around? Have you have you encountered the spirit? I might have. Maybe. Yes. Where? Where? In the forest? No. <laughs> um... <laughs> A little bit more closer to home, if you know the way. (laughs) Um, At home in Dale. In Dale. Like in my home. Like (laughs) maybe possessing the bodies of my dead parents' home. He looks at you just almost grief-stricken. He says... Oh, child. The rumor was that you were looking for a remedy for your parents. They've already gone, then. Yeah. (laughs) I'm so sorry. But a spirit entering their... What's left of them. I... That is something... More powerful than I would have thought from this spirit. Maybe it's untethered now that the necromancer has been driven out, but it would still serve its master, I would think. Its master? Yes, the necromancer itself. Not many know the danger, the real danger, that was in southern Mirkwood only ten years ago. But he's revealed himself now in Mordor, and I'd hoped his power would stay there. I don't want to speak of him here, even here, but the necromancer was Sauron, and he's returned. Is that, do I, do I know what that means? I think it's like a whisper, like everyone knows like the old stories. It would be like hearing... Like Hitler was back, you know, like you're like, that's impossible, you know, (laughs) like he died, obviously, like he's no longer around. I don't understand. Like this can't be true kind of thing. Mm -hmm. If if I had accepted their death and did something about it, would it still have been them? 
You mean, would they have not been possessed? Yeah. Like, would would the gibbet king... I don't know. I don't know his intentions. But, if it is as you say, and I must think about this, this is a lot to take in. If it can possess the dead, or at least enough for you to recognize, did it talk to you through them? Uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He just keeps shaking his head like this is just insane to him. And, but he's not in a like doesn't believe you way, but in a like it's in pain for you way. Um, And he says, if they, if you were able to recognize it as the gibbet king, and he was able to possess them enough to speak. I don't think there was anything you could do to prevent that. If you had accepted he... their deaths and buried them, you wouldn't have to see it. But it doesn't mean he wouldn't be able to do it. I don't know of any power strong enough to move a dead body. Only in spirit. At least not a human body. I don't think he would be able to use your parents except to cause you terror as you're experienced. Perhaps it's not a powerful enough spirit to have a physical form other than that, I'm not sure. But whatever you encountered is something serious. And if it's operating out of Mirkwood, there's only one more thing to worry about. Especially if it can enter as busy of a place as Dale. That worries me. I ran, and I didn't do anything. Uh, I don't know what I should have done. He kind of, like, reaches out to you and, like, holds, like, your shoulder. And he says, You did exactly what you were supposed to do. I know it must have been something plaguing you that you left your parents like that. But there's nothing you could have done, and you would have been a victim of shadow if you had stayed. Plaguing is an interesting choice of words. (laughs) (laughs) So. (laughs) Oh, man. Should I tell the others? Only Yurik knows. I think perhaps until we find out more Yurik is a good man it's good that he knows I worry about the others your dwarf and hobbit companions are um, well their innocence is something I wish we all had but I fear that it will be a problem for your group perhaps do not tell them yet cat vera i will let you decide if she should know or not what no i'm so mad at her (laughs) (laughs) so mad Uh, well i don't want to distract them from the current mission which is getting the orcs and so i guess if you're saying to keep it on the dl for right now then i guess i will Will I know uh, when? Like, when should I? When should I tell them? 
Well, if the puzzle pieces start coming together, if this Gibbet King is behind what's been happening with the orc movements, has been behind perhaps the darkness returning to this area, you will know perhaps when to tell. Let us find out more information about these orcs. Let's see what other problems we can get answers to. You and York and myself, we can ponder these darker things. And if you want to tell Cadvera, you can, but I leave that up to you. Okay, I'll think about it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think I think with that he just kinda like leaves the office. Okay. <laughs> um All right. Please write your name you in the go... sign out sheet on, on your way out. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you go back out, try to find some sleep and some rest. Um, and all of you go into some sleep as well. And Cat Vera, yes, you dream of the river going down the center of the valley. And it has always been kind of uh, the safe border. To cross to the eastern side means you were safe from the dangers of the Misty Mountains. Um, even to be near it was a safety in the last 10 years. As you dream of this, the river flowing down, you can almost it's almost like you're floating above it, you know, going upstream. And it roars in a few different places and bends around some curves. As you get closer, as you feel like you're getting nearer and nearer to Bjorn's house in this dream, the river begins to run with blood. Mm -hmm. And quickly it overtakes the rest of the water as it goes downstream. And you can hear the crows calling ahead of you in the distance. We'll see you next time. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Only dark omens in the omen-filled girl. <laughs> <laughs>